And now, live in studio, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. This is the Consumer Quarterback Show with your host, Brandon Rhymes. Brandon is out today. My name is James DeJerome. I'm the producer of the Consumer Quarterback Show. I want to thank you for taking time out of your day to join us. The Consumer Quarterback Show is all about you. Uh, we're a consumer advocate program, which means your consumer dollars are going to go farther in the marketplace if you're a fan of the show. We bring on business owners, local Bay Area business owners right here from our local economy. They take time out of their busy day to come here and educate you about their field, give you some information that's going to make your dollar go farther in the marketplace, and that's what the value of the show is really. We want you to pick up some knowledge, get a little more informed, and have your dollar go farther for you in the marketplace. So our show is about a team, a team of business owners that get together, as well as sponsors. One of the most important sponsors we've just recently added, Jade's Premium Quality Cleaning. Jade's Premium Quality Cleaning is a cleaning company, family-owned business, minority-owned business. Jade and her family come right directly to your property. They do such a good job that Brandon has made them the official cleaning partner of the Consumer Quarterback Show. That means all of Brandon's real estate properties, everyone involved in a in a deal that needs their house cleaned, and of course, real estate properties definitely do need cleaning done at all different times of day. Could be emergency, she'll show up. Jade and her family do such a great job. Jade's Premium Quality Cleaning, again, one of the critical sponsors here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. In addition, Brandon Rhymes is a realtor. He owns the Platinum MVP team. He's a Keller Williams agent. And even in this time of real estate scarcity, we've got properties for you. The Platinum MVP team has some properties. And Johnny, our technical director, is going to throw a few up for me. 1010 Bay Esplanade, right in Clearwater Beach, 3,151 square feet, 4-3 with a two-car garage. This has a private apartment and a sun deck. Wow, really modern kitchens, new floor, kitchen cabinets, all white, just like Chris Robinson from About Face says that's the new look. 1010 Bay Esplanade, Clearwater Beach. Give Brandon and the Platinum MVP team a call. He's got property for you. We've got another one at 13204 Fawn Lily Drive in Riverview. This is 4,500 square feet. It's a six-five three-car garage. Beautiful house. Restored style amenities. It's right on the water. It's got a covered and screened lanai. The Platinum MVP team has real estate for you. 13204 Fawn Lily Drive in Riverview. Man, that's a good-looking property. Give him a call if you want to get in touch with Brandon about any of the properties you hear pitched on the Consumer Quarterback Show. So we introduced you a little bit to what our show is and how our sponsors help us, and, of course, our partners, the ones who come in here and take time out of their day. We've got a great lineup for you today. I want to introduce Captain Will Smith, Will Smith Aviation. What's going on today, Captain? How are you doing, James? Great. Uh, another beautiful day in uh, sunny Florida. Um, I just got back from about 10 days of traveling and flying, so it's good to be back here in Now, Tampa when you Bay. do a 10-day trip, how many days are actually flying, Will? Well, <clears throat> not all 10 days. So okay. what I'll do is if I have a three-day, it's flying up, hanging out for a day, maybe playing some golf, um, going out to eat, and then flying back the third day. Uh, and then the next morning, turn around, have a trip, fly up. That could be four days. Uh, so two of the days, I'm just kind of sitting on standby um, in case the client wants to leave a little earlier than, than planned. So maybe you're working a job out there and you're listening to Captain Will and you think, man, that sounds like a pretty good setup. How could I become a – well, you can. The truth is you can. And it sounds like a crazy thing to become a pilot. What was your story? Tell us a little bit about how you got into this whole thing. It was kind of fortuitous the way I fell into aviation. I used to manage restaurants for a living, bar and restaurant industry. And um, I just got tired of the long hours and the little pay. So one day I just decided to get up and said, you know what, I'm done with this and just walked out, you know. 
And I'm driving home, and I'm thinking, okay, so now what am I going to do? Right. Um, and I uh, I saw this billboard sign, you know, going down, driving down the highway. It says, "Find your freedom in flight." Hmm. I was like, "Well, that sounds interesting." And at the time, it was just kind of like a hobby thing. So I call this number. I go out. They do something called a discovery flight. They actually allow you to fly the plane. Really? I've never been in an air, aircraft, flown an aircraft, and they, the instructor allow you to take the controls and fly around. It was so invigorating, so exciting. I was like, "I got to do this." Um, so I found out what I needed to do to get my private pilot's license, and I thought that to be make it a career, I had to be former military. As well, I, I did too. We had this discussion. I thought for sure you had to be coming out of the service. And you don't. You can be a civilian pilot and graduate from a 141 academy, um, and that's what I did. I went down to Com Air Aviation Academy in Sanford. Uh, with was there for almost a year. I've got all my certificates and ratings uh, so I could employ myself. I did a little flight instruction to build enough time to uh, be employable by the airlines, and I and I started flying for U.S. Airways Express. Now, Will, you said the sense of invigoration, and certainly I can get that idea that it's going to be a rush. Have you ever had a sense where it's a little frightening up there? I mean, has there ever been an aircraft that was intimidating? Well, anytime you're defying the laws of gravity, it's a little frightening. Yeah, I can imagine. So, um, but, you know, it's... Some people overcome their fear just by doing of heights, just by doing a discovery flight, or the fear of flying. Because once you feel in control of something, that fear kind of goes away. Okay. It's when you're not in control where you get kind of fearful. Have you ever done any uh, helicopter? I have not. Um, I've fixed wing all the way. A, a, a helicopter has got a million different parts moving in a million different directions. I'd say I, a news guy, videographer, they sent me up in the helicopter the first time. Man, I was not comfortable up there. It yeah. feels like <clears throat> without that forward momentum, Will, it just doesn't feel right. It feels yeah. like you're waiting to fall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, and if you were to have an engine failure, it's something called auto rotation, and that's what you're doing. You have to have enough downward momentum to keep those blades turning so you can have a – that's why they have skids. Yeah, so when you touch down, you kind of slide across. you got to take that energy and transfer it to something. Mm-mm. So tell me what aircrafts are your favorites or what ones do you work with the most? I, They're all fun. You know, from an instructing point, the, the Cessna 172 is, is a great training aircraft. I fly jets now. Falcon 50 is probably my, my favorite. It's got uh, three engines. Um, and it's just when you pull back on that yoke, you feel like you're going to the moon. Uh, so, but you know, we can go from here to St. Thomas in under two hours in it. So it's a really, really nice aircraft. So you fly. We, we've had a discussion about commercial airlines kind of dipping in terms of uh, their ability to service the public. The public's a little anxious about getting on a commercial airline. So the private side has kind of picked up a little bit. Oh, the private, yeah, the private sector of aviation is just it's on fire. Um, I usually would fly maybe two weeks out of the month. Last month I was gone 25 days. Wow. And it's just everybody's borrowing their friend's plane to fly somewhere. They're flying charter versus, you know, in, in the charter industry, it's, you know, if you take a group of people, it's affordable. Yeah. It's, you know, it's the same as a first-class ticket, of course. But um, I work for a, a company that just moved here, Trip Air, and uh, they have the, the Platus that I fly a lot. And that's a fun little plane. <clears throat> and it's, it's affordable. If right. you go with a group of six, it's, it's affordable. Now, how would folks get in touch with you to find out what they can do or not do? Um, well, they can go on to my website, uh, willsmithaviation.com. Uh, they can look me up there. Um, that, that way they can contact me if they want to do any type of charter, if they just want to kind of try it out to see how it is. Because remember one thing about charter, you don't connect through other airports. Right. It's direct wherever we go. So you're going to avoid the lines, the TSA, the lost luggage, all that. Wow. And it's worth a couple of extra bucks for that, you know, for that security of, of being in a healthy, safe environment as well as not losing in your luggage. So, of course, Will Smith Aviation, he deals with private clients all the time as he's telling you he does things. But the humanitarian side, Will, I know you're flying down the Bahamas after the big storm down there. You do that kind of stuff. Yes. What's it like going into a region that's been just turned upside down like well, it was down there? Well, I tell you, it was devastation when we flew down to Marsh Harbor. There was, it, looked, it literally looked, when people say it looked like somebody set a bomb off, that's what it looked like. Yeah. Um, and it was 
the <clears throat> the houses were completely destroyed. The people, the ones that are left, they didn't have anywhere to sleep. There was no running water. So we did everything that we could um, to take um, the the relief that they need directly right. to them because the, the government wanted us to go through Nassau and then the government distributed. We're like, no, we're not doing that because if you leave it in the hands of the government, they're never going to get it. Right. There's no infrastructure <clears throat> left. You said the roads are totaled. Yep. Everything's a mess down there. Exactly. So there's really – and the Bahamas are islands. So everything would have to be shipped by boat if it went through Nassau to the other right. outerlying islands. And we just flew straight into Marsh Harbor. We had boots on the ground there with our military trying to get some, you know, some civility back to the destruction where people were looting, and 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 they and we brought the the needs that they whether it was um, medicines or whether it was people with diabetes and needed. We brought that to them. Um, Direct, straight out of Tampa. There's almost no other way to do it. You know, you get in a situation where if you don't have a plane, you don't have a way to get to these remote spots, there's no way to help these folks. Yeah, there's not because you're on an island. And some of them we brought back. <clears throat> the ones that had uh, visas um, or just passports, local uh, passports, we brought back because they couldn't get yeah. back. And they had, you know, they had family course in Florida. So we'd bring family back. And the U.S. Customs was very um, lenient with that, um, understanding the, the devastation over there. I mean, completely wiped out over there. The infrastructure's gone. If you're a kid, the schools have to be rebuilt, the hospitals. I mean, you can imagine starting from scratch over again in a place that didn't have a ton of resources to begin with. Correct. And everything has to be um, imported in. Um, so it's just that they're... It's it's rebuilding, but it'll take a long time to, to get it back to where it was. So Captain Will Smith, Will Smith Aviation, he's doing humanitarian runs. He's he's out there in the private world as well. And we're going to talk a little bit about his story because I haven't even got into the real story yet with Captain Will. We're just talking about his business and all the interesting things he does, and there certainly is a lot to that. When we come back, we're going to talk to Captain Will about his, his story, that, and you're going to learn a little bit more about how you can adapt a story. You know, what Will's an author. You know, in addition to having a great story, he wrote a book, and we're going to talk about that and how this book can become a story that you guys can see real soon out there in the real world. So don't go anywhere. The Consumer Quarterback Show rolls on. Stay with us, ConsumerQB.com. Thanks for listening to my daddy's show. For more information, go to ConsumerQB.com. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. My friends, when choosing a listing agent to sell your home, their track record is critically important. Dennis Prager here for Brandon and Lindsey Rimes, owners of Platinum MVP Team at Keller Williams Real Estate. They're consistently rated by the MLS in the top 1% of all Tampa Bay realtors, and that's a big deal. Brandon and Lindsey are always among the top realtors in the state. Call them today at 813-750-0550. Find them at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. Selling commercial or residential property? Don't leave money on the table. List with the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. I'm Brandon Rimes. Reach me at 813-670-7372 or PlatinumMVPTeam.com. My name is James DeJerome, and I produce the Consumer Quarterback Show for Brandon Rimes. The Consumer Quarterback Show is a team, a group of like-minded professionals who partner together to provide our audience sound advice, knowledge, and information to make them wiser consumers. We work with all types of business owners and aggressively promote our local economy. We're currently conducting interviews for our expert contributors. If you own a business or know someone who would benefit from the exposure our show provides, please contact us at 813-750-0550 or online at ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. 
That's right. ConsumerQB.com is where you can find all the partners on the Consumer Quarterback Show, in addition to our great sponsors that make the show happen. We got one for you right here, Golf Cart Depot. Golf Cart Depot has been with us a short time, but man, what a cool sponsor. Uh, Brandon's got a golf cart from these guys customized. They put a wrap on it for you. They'll do everything. He uses it for work as well as uh, play. So the kids find out you got a golf cart. First thing they do is get a ski rope and a skateboard, and the, the golf cart's gone all day. So if you're going to do work in it, make sure you know where the keys are because your kids are going to grab it. Everyone loves a golf cart. It's Golf Cart Depot from Discovery Golf Carts in Clearwater. Great sponsor for the show. Get in touch with them if you need a golf cart. All right, the Platinum MVP team has real estate for you. Brandon wants me to show you some properties. Even in this time of real estate scarcity, we've got a few for you. Johnny's going to throw a couple up on the screen for me. What do you got, Johnny? There we go. 5832 Beverly Drive in Hudson. This is a chance for you to build your own dream home. Sailboat, depth water, easy gulf access, sport fishing, kayaking. Man, you won't find a lot on the water, Any too many left around here. That's a beautiful spot. 5832 Beverly Drive in Hudson. Chance for you to build your own dream home from the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. Get in touch with Brandon, man. That is a sweet spot. You certainly want to get in there. 5832 Beverly Drive in Hudson. And here's one at 1314 Alternate Highway 19 in Holiday. This is a commercial building. It's a 40-year-old daycare. It's got 2,678 square feet. It's a huge double lot. So this is a commercial opportunity. So Brandon and the Platinum MVP team have residential properties as well as commercial opportunities opportunities for you. This one, 1314, alternate Highway 19 and Holiday, commercial building. Get in touch with Brandon, and he can hook you guys up, residential or commercial real estate. All right, before the break, we were talking to Captain Will Smith. We were learning a little bit about how he became a pilot, uh, all the steps he had to go through, and some of the cool things he's done. Uh, but that's not really the whole story with Captain Will. Captain Will's story goes a little deeper than that. Captain Will, tell us a little bit about what, what the story and what inspired you to write that book? Well, I, <clears throat> I brought a copy with me just to show your, you your audience. And um, you can find this on Amazon.com. Uh, um, what inspired me to <clears throat> write this book was to move forward. Um, and, of course, a second book came out of that, okay. Teaching People How to Overcome Adversity. I was wrongfully accused um, of second-degree rape. What age was, were you? I was 25, I believe, at the time. Okay. Um, this was back in 2001. So um, – it was a circus show, to say the least. Um, the charges were dropped. Um, then six months later, I was reindicted. Um, the the so the so-called victim never showed up for the court hearings. Uh, we finally got in front of a judge, which I thought, okay, you know, it's already been dropped once. Right. This should be a, a, a no um, no brainer. I go in there and get this stooge of a judge that was. Um, at the time, I didn't know she was on um, antipsychotic medications. Hmm. She probably shouldn't have been on the on the bench, right. and um, it just turned into uh, it was a circus act. She told my attorney if he objected uh, any more to my defense, she would find him contempt of court. She threw out all my witnesses, saying that you know this didn't happen, hmm. and uh, I wound up um, getting sentenced. Um, and I spent 26 months in on state prison fighting um, for my freedom, along with a lot of other things. Hang on a second, Will. When you get incarcerated and you're in this situation, what recourse? I mean, 26 months of you every day going, how am I going to fix this? Uh, well, I had people, advocates on the outside uh, that knew the truth, and they fought. We launched a website. We had the judge uh, removed from the bench. Now, how do you do that? How does that process even go? As soon as we launched the website, the people were coming out of the woodwork that were in front of her before and got okay. railroaded by her. Okay. And we had people stepping up. So we took it to the Supreme Court justices of the state of North Carolina. They looked at her. She had been censured three or four times prior mm -hmm. um, on on other cases. Okay. And uh, they 
finally Washington, D.C., after he hit the Associated Press, was wondering what was going on with this judge in North Carolina, this circuit court judge. So she was giving uh, the opportunity to either resign or they would remove her. Hmm. Um, so she was no longer allowed uh, to run as an elected official again. She was no longer allowed to practice law. So um, this is not just on behalf of yourself, but other victims of this judge as well. Yeah, those 32 cases um, that were um, went up for retrial. Wow. So the people had an opportunity to prove, you know, that 32 people per, perhaps wrongfully indicted. Exactly. So it was uh, it was definitely uh, a circus. Um, the judicial system is, you know, not perfect. And and you really, if you get caught up in that web, you've got to fight. I just happened to have enough money to be able to prove my innocence. And that's what it was. It wasn't them proving me guilty. It was me proving my innocence. So there's folks in the system that just simply don't have the resources to get their story heard. You know, we had uh, attorney uh, Richard Alexander come in here. He's a partner on the show, does a great job bringing stories. And he brought us a story of a Mr. Dubois who served 37 years in Hillsborough County and then was found completely innocent, exonerated and released. 37 years of his life, Will. Well, that's, you know, 26 months. He could have done that on his head, 37 Shit, years. You know, it's, uh, and, it's, and they don't get any recourse. It's like when I would laugh, they're like, well, sorry. Sorry for your bad luck. Right. See you. Have a nice day. They told this gentleman, hey, you know, we feel for you. We're certainly sorry about what happened, but there is no compensation for you. Right. Same thing with me. So you think of the money you would earn in 37 years, even if you had an average job. Exactly. And, and nothing, they, and there's just you know, and, and that's how it is. They don't, they will never admit to their guilt because it's, it's, you know. it's a stunning thing out there. And certainly, you've seen uh, television shows and movies. You think this is fictional. There's no way this real stuff really goes on in the real world. It can't be. Imagine that. Imagine being sitting in a prison cell knowing you didn't do it. Yeah, I, it's it's horrible because you know you're innocent, but everybody's like, yeah, sure you are. So is everyone else in here? Right. And they don't believe you. Right. And you got to fight, and you just got to fight tooth and nail. Not only survival while in prison. But outside, you know, getting in front of the judges and saying, hey, there's there's a wrong here. We need to right the wrong. But what a story. So even after you get out, now I'm back out. Now you're just a guy out on the street. I had every door slammed in my face because when you do a background check, it still shows That's what you were right. charged with. Mm-hmm. That doesn't say go into detail. Well, hey, he was wrongfully charged for this. This was it just shows it's almost as if they don't want to talk to you, but they see it on and then yep. they don't talk about it and just Thanks for coming in. Mm-hmm. And, and some of the 501c3s I work with, cons helping cons, we help these guys when they get out, get a stable job so they can be productive members of society and, and reduce the recidivism rate of them going back in. Because when you have the door slammed in your face, you just go back to what put you in there. That's absolutely you know, right. And they wind up going back to prison. And that's that's just not how it should be. There should, should be opportunity. And so I, you hear Will's story. It's a cra- crazy story, unique story, very interesting and there's a chance that we're going to develop this thing. You're going to see more about this. So it's in a book form now. And you said Amazon. Folks can find it on yeah, Amazon. Find it on Amazon. Let's talk about taking a book to the next step and making it into something that we can see on television or movies. Yes, exactly. And that opera, I never thought the book would be in where we are now with, with actually in making a movie. Yeah, the yeah. development stages of making a movie out of this. Uh, it has so many. The book has so many twists and turns. Everybody picks it up, reads it, so I couldn't put it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they'll, they'll call me or text me at 1 o'clock in the morning, just finish your book. I couldn't put it down, which is exciting to me because right. I – I, I fly planes. I don't write books. Right, right, right. <laughs> so for me to have a book that exciting, that's a page turner, um, it's like, it's amazing. And now, the, yeah, we're in the production stages of it or just the development stages right. uh, where we have people, opportunities for investors if they want to invest in it and bring in money and business to Tampa Bay, bring in the movie industry back to Tampa Bay that we lost. And we, we there's, there's a lot of opportunity for local ta- talent. So it's just more than making a movie. We're bringing a lot to Tampa Bay as well, but it's also education. Educational on you know 
what happens uh, in in re- in real life when it comes to the the judicial system, and hopefully it touches somebody that's you know been through what I've been through. And they yeah, that's what the inspirational alone. part of it. You know, uh, Will is not some TV character that you're never that it was made up. This is this whole thing's real. This is a real guy sitting right here in our Salem Media Group studios telling you his story, and he's not telling you as if it was some unique crate. It was just the way he lived his life. It's just what happened in your normal course of your events of your life. The guy wanted to be a pilot. The guy became a pilot. The guy had to get himself out of prison, sitting in there every day convincing others that he didn't do it. What a great inspirational story. That's the kind of thing we're talking about here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. We want you guys to feel uh, some power, some some strength. And this certainly is a great story. I'm hopeful that it gets developed. But even if if you guys can't get to the video or the movie theaters right away – Get the book, man. The book's right here. Amazon, yep. right? Yep. Amazon.com. Look up uh, you know, Captain Will Smith or Falling from the Sky. And then my other book, Ditches to Riches, Overcoming Adversity, uh, that was just picked up recently by the Department of Corrections um, through their JPay program. Now, and, after you uh, write the first one, is it easier? Do you feel more confident telling the, ne- the story the second time? Or how did, how did, the, how did the, the second book you said was more of a self-help kind of thing? Yeah, well, it was because people keep on asking me, how do you go from prison to flying jets? Right. And I was just like, well, you just have to overcome their adversities. You have to set a goal and don't let anything get in, in your way. And it came down to the point to where you have to be so the mind, mindset of so strong and mentally focused where I didn't even date. I didn't let anything get in the way of what I was needed to do I got you. to get, you know, it was focused on success, overcoming obstacles. If I couldn't um, find a job, I made a job. Mm-hmm. So I didn't let any excuse get in my way of my success and over periods of years this doesn't happen overnight some right. people want you know think well in 12 months i'll be no it took mm-hmm. me 10 years to get back everything i lost 10 years folks so 10 years to get back what what he had and again uh during this process of writing the book and this development process you learn a little bit about yourself you, as you see others hear your story right. and what they take away from your story it kind of changes uh, the way you feel about your learning as well correct and that's the whole point of the book because i want to be able to help people you know it's it's not about me writing a book or making money or it's not about any of that it's about reaching out and, and helping other people that are maybe struggling right now maybe yeah. they lost a job to covid maybe they're coming out of prison maybe they're overcoming an addiction i've i do public speaking i speak in front of um plenty of um 28 day programs when they're coming out and they use the book as a tool it's just something that you're not going to the dishes mm-hmm. rich is not something you're not going to read once but you're actually going to use it as a tool as you overcome each adversity that's, that's thrown at you because you never know what's going to happen to you this is a journey you know so a roadblock gets thrown up you got to find a way around it and sometimes it, someone else's story helps you find an angle and next thing you know you're able to help somebody and they're able to help somebody else it's kind of a little cycle that we can get started it is, and that, where you can kind of work through some of your issues right exactly and it's just uh, and that's what it's mindset you know it, when you're when you work at something as a team and you help other individuals that's when you become successful it's there's no you know i and team is what i tell tell everybody so Will Smith Aviation, a great story. He's got the book out on Amazon. We're going to develop that thing into a movie. I want to talk a little bit about uh, the aviation side of things in terms of when when are we going to get back to normal? If we do have commercial airlines back, what is how does that impact what you do, Will? Well, well some of the airlines um, they're you know they're they're putting people in the middle seat now. They have to to make money because it costs a lot of money to. Sure per hour to run these big seven and they had it pretty much honed down to the exact amount of fuel and exact amount of space exactly exactly so it yeah so um it's just it will eventually people will i mean covid is like the you know uh, it's something that we'll probably have learned to live with just like we do with the flu or the common cold you know everybody gets sick you know it's just something we live with and Mm -hmm. we're responsible and we move forward and this just might be you know that once people start becoming comfortable and they start moving forward um, then it will just like anything, 
it'll it'll be yeah. a it'll be a memory. I just hope so because there's a lot of folks that work in the commercial airline side of things that are having a rough go of it right now, and so we want them to return, come back, and that would be a big part of our economy. We just have those folks get jobs and feel you know they come yep. back in, in society again. All right, great. Thanks for coming in, Will. We got about thirty seconds left. I want to make sure, folks, if you're looking for a pilot, if you want to get the book, if you're hoping to talk about the movie, how can they get in touch with Captain Will Smith? Uh, they can uh, email me at will at willsmithaviation.com. Uh, they can go on to my website at captainwillsmith.com or will at uh, willsmithaviation.com. i got a couple of websites out there. <laughs> awesome stuff. Captain Will Smith, friend of the program. We certainly want to encourage you to come on back. we got a story about a 12-year-old that made history being the youngest student ever to study aerospace engineering at Georgia Tech. I want to tell you all about him when we come back. Plus, Thomas King is here in our Salem Media Group studios. Don't go anywhere. This is Chris Voss, former FBI lead hostage negotiator and owner of the Black Swan Group. And you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show, hosted by my friend Brandon Rice. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. Listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at consumerqb.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. That's right. Give Brandon a call for all your real estate needs. He owns the Platinum MVP team. He's a Keller Williams agent. He's always got properties for you. Of course, Brandon is the one who invented the Consumer Quarterback Show. It's his brainchild. The Consumer Quarterback Show is for you out there. We bring on a bunch of business owners, and we want to have them provide some information, some knowledge for you. Make your dollar go farther. Maybe learn some things that you didn't know before the show started. And, of course, uh, our partners are a great part of the show, in addition to our sponsors. And one of the sponsors I want to introduce you to now, sponsor for this segment, is the Billmar Beach Resort. Clyde Smith, the GM of the Billmar Beach Resort, longtime friend of the program, comes on all the time. The Billmar Beach Resort is a very interesting hotel. It's not like a Hilton or Radisson or a hotel you've been to. It's, there's only one of them. It's the Billmar Beach Resort, very unique design. About 80% of his rooms face the ocean. Huge beach out there. He's got a Sloppy Joe's restaurant, all kinds of activities going on. Really cool place, very close to our location. You don't have to go far for a great vacation around the bay. Have a staycation. Give Clyde Smith a call directly if you're going to book the Billmar Beach Resort, billmarbeachresort.com. What a great partner. What a great place to go. All right, in addition to our sponsors, Brandon, as I mentioned, is the owner of the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams. He's got properties for you. Johnny's going to throw one up for me now. Even in this time of real estate scarcity, you can still find real estate listings with the Platinum MVP team. Here's one at 422 Wildwood Way in Bel Air, 2,281 square feet. It's a three, 2.5, two-car garage, newly renovated wood flooring. It's real close to the beaches, new cabinets. Wow, it's a good-looking property at 422 Wildwood Way right near the beach. Again, give Brandon a call. The Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty always has properties for you. Here's another one, 2528 Appaloosa Trail in Palm Harbor. 2,278 square feet. It's a 4-3 with a three-car garage. He's got an enclosed pool. The roof just got put on and new AC as well. So the Platinum MVP team got a spot for you. 2528 Appaloosa Trail in Palm Harbor. Great-looking property. It's a 4-3. Boy, give him a call and check out any of the listings you hear pitched on the Consumer Quarterback Show. All right, so uh, before the break, we spoke with Will Smith, Will Smith Aviation. Really cool story, and we're developing his story into a movie. And uh, at this point, we've got some new partners for the second half of the show. I want to bring Thomas King. Thomas King, a longtime friend of the program, Florida Firearms Academy. 
What's going on with Florida Firearms Academy lately, Thomas? Hey, James. This is great to be here today. Um, we're always so busy there and doing all the, all kinds of fun stuff. But uh, first and foremost, I like to you know give my wishings and blessings to uh, Brandon Rhymes. I was yeah. lucky to go out and see him. And you know, there's a reason why the Rhymes family is always on top. Number one is because they're they're actually really true people. They're concerned, they care, and you know they always think about the people out there. So that's why they're always on top. But we're always busy at Florida Firearms Academy. But I have a special guest today. That's Paul with Arms for Defense. Paul, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's wonderful to be here. Thank you very much. Paul DiGirolamo, Arms for Defense. We were talking a little before the break. Thomas, how did you guys get hooked up? Well, Paul has been coming to our store. Um, he also does a lot exactly what we do. He has a, a store out there on US-19, uh, and he also does firearm training classes with many different people, and they all love him there. So uh, he comes over to our range and uh, does the qualifications, does the classes right there at his own store. I want to say it's really cool how you guys work together. You know, I run into a lot of business owners who compete and and try to undercut each other all the time. Thomas brings them on the show. That's right. You know what? We're all in this together. I I'll pay for your advertisement. I don't care. I know we all do the same thing. We're not competition. We're the last line of defense for people out there. So if they actually do try to close down gun stores, gun ranges, you're not going to be able to get anything these days. Well, I tell you. Let's hear a little bit. Paul, tell us about your situation, where you're, where you're located and what's going on. Oh, well, I want to thank Thomas. It's been a great partnership. Yeah. Uh, we couldn't do it without them. Um, I started this uh, business 11 years ago. Um, it was to um, really to sub- subsidize a retirement, but it turned out to be a 70-hour work week. Uh, <laughs> it's been great so far. We love it. Uh, we have a tactical store. We specialize in defensive uh, firearms and uh, accessories, equipment, ammunition. Uh, we're located uh, in Clearwater, just south of Curlew Road on the west side of US-19 at 29176, US Highway 19 North. Um, we have training classes. I think we're one of the highest rated training classes in the area for um, concealed weapons permits and gun safety, pistol gun safety classes. Have you seen that area kind of grow recently or lately? Um, I tell you, it, all hell broke loose on March 16th. That okay. was the COVID-19 toilet paper scarcity scare. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, it was um, a, a day that uh, I will never forget. Uh, people stormed into the store. People who had never, ever thought about buying a firearm again. We had It was, it was, it was chaotic. Amazing. I had to... Uh, I actually had to lock the store, lock the door, and have people come in one at a time. I had <laughs> I had a line about a half wow. a mile down uh, the, the plaza, and people were patient. Yeah, People waited hours to get in, and we decided that because the people that were coming in the store during March were folks who had never even thought about buying a firearm, so therefore they didn't know how to safely handle a firearm, right. and we weren't going to sell a gun to somebody who we knew that didn't okay. have the training. Absolutely. So. Hey, Thomas, similar for you on that day? You know what? The lines go on forever. I think this was for every uh, gun store out there. Wow. Yes. But the main thing was, and I'm sure Paul knows this as well, is that you can't just buy a firearm. You can, and you don't even need a concealed weapon permit to do it. However, you're going to hurt yourself, a loved one, or even a neighbor if you don't get that yeah. proper training that you really do need. Yeah, that's the thing about Florida Firearms Academy. One of the things I love most about Thomas is, he's, he, first and foremost, it's education. He's not trying to sell you something. He's trying to sell you education. Really, that's what it's all about. 
Yeah, it's about being safe. And you know what? People do this every... They come to our store every day to shoot just for the love of the sport of it. And, you know, it's a stress reliever and just to keep their, their skills sharp and, and frosty. So, you know, if they did ever have to use it in a line of defense that they actually could and they wouldn't actually hurt someone doing it while they're defending and if you themselves could, or comment, family. Comment, uh, you guys both do these great classes because it, uh, even if you're proficient with a firearm, say you'd like to shoot, it's a, it's, a, it's a sport for you, you're an athlete, you love to go shoot the gun. That's not at all the same situation you're in as a homeowner defending yourself. So the classes that Thomas puts together are real-life scenarios. Right. Well, there's 40 different types of classes. You can train to become a sports shooter, a competition shooter, or a home defense shooter. And those are the three different kinds of classes that you can really be in because training one side doesn't mean it gets you to be right. a good home defense shooter as well. Now, I just remember that very clearly you made the point and really hit home with me that you said you, know, you might have a gun and you might be a good shot in the range. Think about waking up in the middle of the night to a noise and in the dark having to load your weapon and navigate around your kids and find somebody in your house. It's a totally different scenario. Right. Most people don't train in the dark. We train you to shoot in the dark. It's a whole other ball game if you got to do that. If you don't have um, night sights on there or a flashlight or learning how to use a flashlight in low-light situations, you're going to have a hard time and you're going to wind up hurting someone. Yeah. Paul, talk a little bit about some of the people you've seen grow in terms of the classes. They come in, they barely comfortable holding well, the weapon, and then through classes they become a little more comfortable and start to fire well? Well, we're a little different than a lot of the gun instructors in the area. We will not uh, pull out a bucket of sand at the end of the uh, at class and have them shoot one round of a twenty-two into a bucket of sand or use a plastic bullet. Okay. Um, we will train our, our students so that they can actually defend themselves with a handgun with the proper caliber that's necessary to really defend yourself to do the job. Okay. Um, we we are very, very fortunate to have a partner like the Florida Firearms Academy to go to. When our students become trained and they get their certificate and they get their concealed carry permit, many of them come to us and say, hey, I want advanced training. Well, we don't. Ha- I don't have time to do advanced mm-hmm. training. I've got a lot of uh, uh, people are still uh, level entry. Right. Uh, so I have my hands full with the uh, pistol safety class. Uh, so I always refer them to to Thomas and to the Florida Firearms Academy. So Paul does a real class. He's not, you know, out there doing these fake little classes that you can take everywhere. So if you are going to take some kind of firearm training, make sure it's with a reputable firearm instructor. Mm -hmm. Now, Thomas, what what, what should you look for in terms of when selecting an instructor? Is there there something you look for? We want to make sure that they cover all the basics, at least for firearm safety. We want to make sure that they're letting you know how to hold, load, aim, and shoot a firearm correctly and safely. They're going to go over the firearm itself. They're going to go over the caliber of the bullet that they're going to have. And then also, they're going to qualify you, which is the most important part, on the range. If you're not qualifying, saying, hey, you have to hit this target so many times where we need you to hit it at at a certain distance, then you're not really capable of of owning or carrying a firearm with you. That makes perfect sense, and that's what you really want to encourage folks to start with the knowledge and then work your way to the weapon, right? And firearms aren't for everybody. I mean, that's, we're not there to sell firearms to every single person that walks in the store. I think Thomas's philosophy is the same as mine. When somebody walks into our store and says, hey, you know, with things the way they are in the world right now, I, I think I, I'm interested in purchasing a gun. Well, what's the first question that we ask them? Have you ever shot a handgun before? Mm-hmm. And a lot of folks will say, no, I've never shot a handgun before. Paul, you ever come across someone that just cannot shoot a firearm correctly and safely? I have. My my class is not automatic, okay? (laughs) Uh, I just don't give the certificates out. If they they can't handle it. And and I've had people sit through two hours, three hours of class instruction that do real well. 
And then as soon as they walk into a fire uh, a, a shooting range, they go. They just go. They're, they're, they're fearful. Right. Uh, they can't uh, handle the gun safely because they're so nervous. And we will shut it down right then and say, look, uh, I take Mondays off. I close my store on Mondays for a couple of reasons. And one of the reasons is if I have to bring a student back, because my classes are usually on Saturday and Monday evening. So okay. during the day, if I have to bring a student back, I'll gladly meet them at the Florida Firearms Academy to do more work for them. But I've had people that I just have deemed you just – it's not for everybody. And then you have that person on the other side of the spectrum where I've been shooting for 10 years and you go out and watch him and you're like, oh, Lord, you're going to hurt yourself. Exactly. They've never taken a class, just even a basic pistol class. Once you learn how to hold, load, aim, and shoot, that's just the beginning of getting right. started right. in this training. That's right. Yeah, it was, it, you get into all the actual legal ease, what's legal, what's not legal, how to, how to handle the weapon, and what, what's, what, what circumstances, uh, you know, in real world circumstances, when you know that's the critical part of this whole thing, those classes you guys when that you gives you a firearm. sense mm-hmm. of when and how this is going to go down because that's the whole thing. that's the thing out there that's terrifying. You, you know, don't know the, what the circumstances. The big legal issue right now is so many people are trying to come in purchasing a firearm. I'm sure this happens at your store a lot too, Paul, where they they fill out. Yeah, I have a medical marijuana card or that they take marijuana, and you know yeah. the legality of that is the federal government does not allow you to purchase the firearm. Maybe the state says, yeah, you can legally have a, a medical marijuana card, but federally you cannot purchase that firearm. So please be aware of that. It is still illegal and that's that's true and i say okay read the question and read it very carefully Uh, just because you've had a medical marijuana card and you've had a legitimate medical problem or you know marijuana has helped you if you're no longer using marijuana then there's probably an opportunity for you to purchase a gun just because you have a medical marijuana card doesn't automatically disqualify you but if you are are using marijuana at this time you're not going to be able to buy a gun so some critical information there from the guys some things to think about that you may not have considered we're going to take a break now when we come back we got some specific questions for them about things they do and we got a feel-good story for you about a 12 year old kid that became an engineer i can't believe this story it makes me feel like i didn't do well enough in school don't go anywhere come on back we got great stuff for you here on the consumer quarterback show Hey, I'm Ken Shamrock, and you're here with Consumer Quarterback Show. And I say, Brandon Rhymes, knock out your competition. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. This is Diane Vance with Fairway Independent Mortgage, a member of the Consumer Quarterback Show. Please give me a call for any of your mortgage needs. We do all sorts of loans. If you would like information on a mortgage, you can text me or call me at 727-647-8199. I will take care of all your mortgage needs. Go to my website at dianevance.com. Ian Beckles here with my man, Brandon Rimes, a.k.a. the Real Estate Quarterback. Brandon, what's happening with the market? Thanks, Ian. We are in a low inventory market, so any of our listeners are homeowners and would like a free comparable market analysis or a 2.5% listing, we will honor this for the first three listeners who call or text in 813-773-1253, free CMA, and a 2.5% real estate listing at 813-773-1253. Check out ConsumerQB.com. Selling commercial or residential property? Don't leave money on the table. List with the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. I'm Brandon Rimes. Reach me at 813-670-7372 or PlatinumMVPTeam.com. 
You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. That's right, ConsumerQB.com, the home of the Consumer Quarterback Show, a place where you can find all the partners you hear on the Consumer Quarterback Show, in addition to our great sponsors. The sponsor for this segment is Brothers Easy Moving. Brothers Easy Moving is a moving company that worked uh, with Brandon directly when he moved, and that's how they became the official real, uh, moving sponsor for the program because they did such a great job with Brandon's move, which was a difficult move that I witnessed myself, uh, that he said, you guys got to be our official mover. So now anytime you have a move local or long distance, Brothers Easy Moving is the one for you. They did such a good job. They are the official moving partner of the Consumer Quarterback Show. All right, the Consumer Quarterback Show from Brandon Rhymes and the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty has a property for you. Even in this time of real estate scarcity, we got some uh, interesting properties for you. Here's one at 3405 Gray Whetstone Street in Brandon, 2,166 square feet. It's a 4-2, two-car garage on a cul-de-sac. The price has been recently reduced. New floors. Got that beautiful white look inside that Chris Robinson from About Face is always talking about the new look for cabinets and kitchens. Updated bath, really sharp looking property at 3405 Gray Whetstone Street in Brandon. The Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty always has property for you. 4209 Preserve Place in Palm Harbor. It's a 2 2 with a two car garage, granite counters, and it's right on the water. It's got a bonus room too, and more of those updated kitchen. Man, such a good looking kitchen. 4209 Preserve Place in Palm Harbor. Okay, so that's from the Platinum MVP team, the place to go for all your real estate needs. All right, one of the important parts of the Consumer Quarterback Show, and one of the things that Brandon always emphasizes, is the feel-good story. We've got a great one for you today about a young man that really achieved academically. So this is a story about a kid named Caleb Anderson. 12-year-old Caleb Anderson is going to transfer from Chattahoochee Technical College to Georgia Tech, where he'll be studying aerospace engineering alongside students twice his age. Claire and Kobe, his parents, said it didn't take long to realize their son Caleb was special. At age two, he could read the United States Constitution. At age three, and while he learned English as his first language, he also learned to speak Spanish, French, and Mandarin. (laughs) He whizzed through elementary, middle, and high school, told his mom, I'm bored. This is just not challenging. Uh, It's not helping me grow in my learning. I think I'm ready for college. (laughs) Okay, so now at age 12, he just started his sophomore year at Chattahoochee Technical College, majoring in aerospace engineering. And his story recently caught the attention of administrations at his dream school, Georgia Tech, Georgia Tech reached out. It was a dream come true, said his father. Professor Mark Costello at Georgia Tech School of Aerospace Engineering said he's a perfect candidate to come into our program and be very successful. So 12 years old, uh, anytime you think math is hard, like me. Unbelievable. You're a powerhouse. <laughs> you, weren't, you, you, you weren't an aerospace engineer, Thomas? <laughs> no, I have a calculator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it, it is not something that I can even consider now as, a, as an adult that I would have it. You know, wow. the ability. I wish I was that smart. I still use my fingers. I'm telling you. <laughs> right, but I, I, I forgot to ask you, Thomas, what's going on with ammo? That's a big question everyone was asking lately. What's going on That's with ammo? That's a big thing right now. So I had this interview with one of the largest uh, dealers, um, distributors out there. And what they're looking at is, you know, during the COVID situation, a lot of these plants and, and like, um, manufacturers that make firearms or ammo, they were shut down to like 20% capacity. Um, right now, ammunition, it is like almost impossible to find ammunition. And some stores out there are charging $100 for a box of 9 you Have you seen the price hikes like we do on everything else when scarcity hits? Well, it's it's a supply and demand thing. If you can't get it, you know, if that's, let's say you have 10 boxes and that's all you can get to sell, well, then you're not going to have any more to sell after you sell that. So it's really crazy. Right now, there's three primary manufacturers here in the United States 
Um, they're having a hard time getting materials, but they're working 24 hours around the clock now to try to get ammo out there. So hopefully, you know, it's all going to depend on this election, right, Paul? What we're going to see coming up. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, we, we've got to stop hoarding, for one thing. Yeah. I mean, if you've got 5,000 rounds of whatever, 9 millimeter, you don't need 5,000 more. You just need to ration right now because it's not going to get any better between now and the end of the year. And, and I know that Paul's talking about ammo, but we could just as easily be talking about any other number of items out there in the world that everyone's trying to grab right. up. AC, exactly. ACs, yeah. computers. I mean, I went to one of the local stores to go buy a computer, and they said they have two left. And I'm like, well, this is a computer <laughs> store. It's a huge computer chain, you know? No, we have two computers Unbelievable. left. Unbelievable. Yeah, it was crazy. We've tried limits, limitations. Okay, uh, we'll sell you two boxes, but then they'll come in with their friends. They'll come in every day to get the two boxes. So that did not work. Um, we had to raise prices. We really did have to raise prices to cause a little pain for right. people who would would come in otherwise and buy the entire inventory of, of ammunition. So we finally just got to the point where we'll sell you ammunition if you purchase a gun. Uh, we've had people leave the store unhappy about that, but... You know, we've never yet to this day ever had to sell a gun to somebody without furnishing them or providing them a box of ammunition. You might as well just leave with a baseball bat. Right. That's always <laughs> yeah. good. And right yeah. now, firearms are hard to get. <clears throat> every yes, dealer are. across America or every gun store is looking, you know, going out to see if who's got guns for sale, where can I get them, and how can I get them out to the people? Because right now, you know, all, man- all manufacturers for every different brand is working around the clock just to try to make so many guns because their back stock is completely depleted and buy and getting the materials just to make the firearm because most things do come from china com- including computers right. is, is just hard to get right now thomas can you guys talk to some of the dangers in people trying to use a black market purchase or trying to go outside the law to obtain a weapon well, we just posted up a, a feel-good video for everyone. So a lot of people went to the gun show, and they bought personal from private dealers or wherever they needed to do. And they would come to the store, and their gun would fall apart when they'd try to use it or it wouldn't work. Because when they didn't, they when they purchased this used firearm, it, the firing pin was gone. The springs were gone. It was, had mismatched parts that, that didn't even match up to it. So, you know, they're out a few hundred dollars just because they bought used, where normally you can buy a decent firearm for three to $500. Now, it's a, tr- it's a tragedy to lose a couple hundred bucks, but it's quite a different story when you pull that thing out in a time of need and it does not work. <laughs> you know what? That, yeah, you might as well have a baseball bat, like, like yeah. Paul said. And as, as concern- concerning as getting those guns in the hands of the wrong type of person. Uh, we, we live in a great state, real gun-owner-friendly f- state, where there's no requirement for any paper trail dur- uh, for private transactions. So there is a website that deals with hooking private people up with gun guns that don't require any any background check or any paperwork whatsoever, and oftentimes, obviously, who's going to gravitate to that kind of site? You're right. going to have people who can't legally purchase mm-hmm. a firearm. So um, that's the biggest scare about buying privately or at going to a gun store and buying a gun in a parking lot or somebody carrying a gun around uh, to sell privately is that uh, you may be buying from somebody who's not uh, legally worthy. You may be that person may sell to somebody that's not legal. And even online, people are buying ammo online and going back to that website a few days later, just realizing they got scammed, or even buying a firearm, realizing they just got scammed. So if you are buying online, make sure it's a reputable store. Make sure you're not buying it from, you know, check the reviews and everything. And right now, so many people are buying so much, as much as possible, because of the election is also coming up as well, and the shortage out there. So people, I don't know if you've seen online or for social media, but, you know, it depends on who gets elected where people are going to riot. So, 
if you watch like the NBA or NFL, or, you know, it's just because they won a championship, people are out in the streets burning down everything, celebrating. I hate to see what would happen, you know, in during this election. So I, I just hope it's peaceful and everyone just has a good time Me and too. says, hey, we all got to work together. We're Americans. Well, yeah, everyone's been cooped up for a while, too. That's not helping matters. You know, you've been dying to get out there. And the slightest chance to do something crazy, get out and party, people go berserk. That is true. I wanted to ask you guys about collectors because there's a whole bunch of enthusiasts that are just from a collection standpoint that love unique weapons. And, and when you get something that's very unique in your store, how do you make sure that this guy uh, knows what he's getting when it's something uh, you know crazy old or unique? Do you deal with that a lot, Paul, or no? I don't, I don't deal with curio and relics. It's kind of something that takes a lot of time to make sure that they're authentic. There's a lot of fakes that go they're around. Right. Uh, I do have from time to time people coming in that have inherited guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, grandfather passed away, and we have a chance to look at some really, really fine older guns. Um, Is and, there value in those old weapons? Oh, yeah. There's oh, a yeah. lot of value, but you got to make sure that the gun is authentic, that right. all, the, all the numbers match. Uh, we deal are, with a lot of that. We do actually written appraisals yep. for you too but one thing is this one guy brought in two guns says hey i just these were you know found in my my attic from my great-great-grandfather i just want it says price tag on it 25 dollars each he said give me maybe 50 to 100 dollars we looked it up we said sir this is a four thousand dollar pistol wow. right. and this one's a five thousand you're like get out no way <laughs> so we actually hooked him up with a buyer that does buy all that stuff Very immediately cool. bought it right there came back said thank you so much i, I had awesome, no man. idea all yeah right. Here we go. End of the show, guys. I want to give everyone a chance to get in touch with you directly. Paul, what's the best way for folks listening to get to you? Well, we have a website, armsfordefense.com. Our telephone number is 727-375-4865, which, or 4867, it's guns. Okay. And um, just come by the store. We're there usually from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Tuesday through Friday. Mondays were closed. Okay. And then we're there on Saturdays. What's coming up at the Academy, Thomas? Um, we're going to be giving away $250,000 worth to law enforcement coming up very shortly. Cool. Great show. Thanks so much for coming in, Thank guys. You guys. The Consumer it. Quarterback Show is all about you guys. I want to encourage you to uh, check out our, our website, ConsumerQB.com. I want to send the healing vibe out to Brandon. I want to thank him for giving me the opportunity to sit in his chair. Consumer Quarterback Show is a great value. I'm proud to be part of it. ConsumerQB.com. You've been listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Contact Brandon Rhymes at 813-670-7372. That's 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And join us next time for the Consumer Quarterback Show.